Is everybody? Hey, Niana, come on up. Niana can sit right here. Niana. She's all getting all so grown up. Praise the Lord. How is everybody? Everybody have a good week? Yeah. Isn't worship awesome? All right, let's just open up in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. We honor you. We glorify your name. Lord, we thank you for your kingdom, which is full of your righteousness, your peace, and your joy. I thank you for the season that we're coming into, Lord, a season of ingathering. And Lord, as we ingather the fullness of your love, you will show us the directions and steps you need us to go so that we can receive what you have for us in this season. Lord, we honor you and we thank you for the Holy Spirit who helps to open our eyes and our ears to see the way in which we should go. Lord, I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who stepped into our body to show us the way and the truth and the life. So, Lord, we thank you and we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Today is such an awesome day. You know, every day is. If you are waking up and you are thanking God every day that he's in your life, then you are waking up with the fullness of joy. We grow up in measure in our, our, our peace and our joy. And every season, God has an in-gathering for us, for us to receive in this season. Everybody in here has a measure of God's love to be fulfilled in them. Everybody in here has a measure of God's peace to be fulfilled in them. Everybody in here has a measure of God's joy that he wants us to experience on the earth because he called us to live on this earth with an abundant life, which is increasing every day, day by day, year by year. As we grow in age, we are to keep getting closer to who he is and for us to be who he wants us to be on this earth. So it's so beautiful. I love it when the earth and the heaven comes together. It is an awesome explosion. I loved it when God said he created the earth. And when he created the earth, he created the waters. But he, the waters were so an awe to God. He divided and took half the waters and took them up to heaven. And so we live in this beautiful earth. Do you know what I mean? And we are built mostly of what? Water. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing how we actually are a vessel that can transcend heaven into earth. So when we start recognizing that God has greater things for us, that and we come to that alignment that I'm not going to be perfect in one day. I am being perfected day by day. I am working out of salvation. I am growing from glory to glory. It just, you see what happened? It broke. Because I allowed my body not to eat anything at all. Now, see, I didn't call that fast on myself. Jean called the fast. We started the fast. I walk in with my cup of coffee, and I got Chris and Todd. What's that in your hand? I forgot we're starting the fast, right? So I gave the coffee to Francis, but I had the whole day. This is what was so awesome. I had the whole day to really think about not eating. When I got home, I didn't want to eat. See, your body, when you do a fast, the purpose of a fast is to break a stronghold. The purpose of the fast is to break an opposition. There's different levels and understandings of why fasts are in place. The fast is in place so you will sow your heart to God to receive an answer, and he sees how you're sowing your heart into him by denying yourself. So this was awesome. The moment that broke, it was like, Everything lifted off of me, and I started laughing. I mean, I really, 
I started laughing because it was so awesome how when you really give your heart to God, because I was giving my heart to God building up to that day, but just on the first day of that fast, he broke that, he broke that thing. I felt it. I felt it. I tell you these things because I think it's very good to know that is my lifestyle. Next year, I'm going to have an opposition. Next year, I'm going to have an adversary. Next year, I'm going to be tempted in something. Do you see what I'm saying? We do not become whole until we go to heaven. But get this. We can actually be whole as the body in Christ. See, this is deep. The word says that all the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit cannot work through one person at one time. They have to work as we come together in a body. So think about this. As we all are growing and then we come together as the body we're assigned to, which is the body of Christ, but then God has you placed somewhere. Do you get it? We work in the wholeness of Jesus Christ. That is a beautiful thing. But if I say one year, I'm not going to worship God. I'm not going to seek God. I'm going to ignore the adversary. I'm going to fail all my temptations. I'm not even going to get to the period of the opposition. If I take a year's break, what do I do to the body in this building? There's a part, there's a dead cell in part of the body. See, I'm trying to kind of get you excited. We should want to seek God for our change so that the body can work. I'm not here to seek all your issues. Do you know what I'm saying? That's not my job. My job is to teach the word as God tells me to teach the word. But he tells me, now, Lee, don't teach anything that you have not applied to yourself. Don't teach anything that you haven't experienced because I need that teaching or that testimony to help an other keep moving in whatever position they've got to move in. So praise God when we come up here and tell testimonies because testimonies help another here. We're all going through it together. The testimony gives somebody hope that you really do resurrect. You really do have, how many people have felt the resurrection in their life, right? A resurrection, it's a lift on the inside. And I, it, it already happened to me on Monday. It was like whatever was happening the week before and all the, and I could feel it on me. I looked around. I could see the cloud of darkness. Do you know what I mean? But doing nothing gained me everything and not responding to the rethoughts, not rec receiving them in my own true evaluation, but then allowing, do you know what I'm saying? The love of Christ to press out, not Lee. We can't love. We all are terrible at love. <laughs> we really are. But Christ in us helps us extend the hand of love and we can love one another through Christ. So I want us to get excited about what you're going through through this time because everybody should be having testimonies. When we have testimonies, testimonies are not secret. Testimonies have to be spoken. And if it makes you look bad, speak it. There's more power in it. Do you know what I mean? But it's the beautiful thing. The fast, I want you to put this verse up, please. The Lord really gave me this. It's not in the fast book, but it really does go with it. We're so blessed to be in a ministry that develops the body of Christ. We're developing a body of Christ. We're developing a fit body. We're developing a strong body. We're developing a very, the fullness of Christ in this body together. Put up Hosea chapter two, verse 23. This is so beautiful. Hosea is a beautiful book because it reminds us of the faithfulness that we have to have, that God has for us, that he's trying to raise up in us. And it says, when we hit a time in our fast, and we deprive ourselves. Remember, the earth 
has to bring the increase of the inheritance. See, the earth was cursed when Adam and Eve ate from the tree. It was redeemed back when Noah took his family into the ark. And God said, I will never do that to the earth again. All right? Jesus came to reverse the curse of the devil. And so we have no excuse not to experience a resurrected life in Christ here on earth today. One word at a time. One experience at a time. Does that make sense? We have no, we need to be pressing something out every year. And the word says, then I will sow her. Now her means the church. I will sow her for myself in the earth. Do you know when we pray to God and we fast and we worship God, we are sowing something into the earth. We are sowing something into the earth. So it says, then I will sow her for myself. Who's myself? God. Into the earth, and I will have mercy on her who had not obtained mercy. When we're going through the adversary, we're going through the tempter. Let me tell you, how many times do you not feel, even when the opposition's hitting you, you feel no mercy, right? Because the world cannot give you mercy. They don't have the ability to give mercy. But Christ has the ability to reverse that into your favor. He says, then I will say to those who were not my people, you are my people. And they shall say, you are my God. So when we fast, we are saying to God, I am sowing my part of the body into the earth for you. Because it says the earth will yield its increase. We are in the ingathering where we're supposed to be able to pull in. The harvest is all, this is a field. And it's like the harvest is all grown up. Now that harvest has wealth. But if you don't know how to draw it out, which means if I don't have a tool to go cut down that stalk or cut down that grain to go sell it, does my harvest help me? No. So the tool we have in Christ is peace. The tool we have in the opposition is peace. If we stand in peace as we're going through this, when the opposition's coming, stand in peace. And I have sowed in to the earth. Then guess what? The reverse has to happen. The reverse has to come back. There has to be the reverse. You And when people see you receive, and they see you receive your ingathering, they're like, who's your God? My God is my God. <laughs> People, this is, get this. The world has to see that his people are blessed. Why does the world have to see that his people are blessed? So that they'll go sow themselves into the earth. They'll go sow their heart into Christ. And they will seek him through prayer. They will seek him through worship. They will seek him through fasting as a lifestyle. When I say I'm going to fast, what happens? Everything in your body starts to slow down. Why does everything in your body start to slow down? Because you're not what? Fueling it. Okay? But in that, your spirit is able to take dominion over your body. So when I say I'm going to fast, I am sowing an action out there. 
And if I fast and I'm fasting from the right heart to endure and find out what does God have to say for me, my spirit is going to increase in an answer, which is part of your ingathering. Your answer tells you how to pull the harvest in. Do you know that? We are in the time now. Faith has to move in action now. So what's the first action? Gene already gave us the first order of action. We're going to do what? Fast. We're going to fast because in that, he's going to break the opposer. See, because we're in a time where the opposition, when you are in the death time, that's the time to get out of bondage. That's the time you fast so you can break a what? Bondage. So you can know what God is trying to tell you. But now we should be in a fast to break the opposition from giving us the instruction of what we need to do. See, we're supposed to be standing on peace, knowing God is going to redeem something in my life. And everybody should have an idea what God is redeeming in their life. In this phase, we should know something God has to redeem for us. We may not understand it all, but we know it. When I got out of debt, I heard the Lord say, you'll be out of debt in one year. Boy, my death was when he told me all the scriptures to stand on. You know, when the Lord told me, I need you to rest. He told me I was going to have a year of rest. Do you know what I mean? But was I listening? No, because the adversary was getting me not to listen. But then he has you sow into the thing. You don't even know what you're sowing into. Man, I'm going to tell you, because the first, the first ingathering of the harvest is always going to be the fullness of what God has in you. It's not going to be a possession. It's not going to be a thing. Those things come as part of your harvest. See, God, when he gives you, when he brings your ingathering, he gives you more than enough to give you the next increase of him in you. And then he gives you things that you need to do your job. And then he gives you enough blessing to bless another for the next season. Do you see how the cycle goes? Isn't this a beautiful cycle? If we can, if we can put our shoulders down, do you know what I mean? In humility. And no, I've got something I got to break in me every year. Doesn't that just make you feel better? We're not competing. We're not competing. We're saying we are moving in the body of Christ. We are moving in the way he wants us to move. And every move, he has us to sow something. Okay? And sometimes it's our will that's got to be sowed. But in this season in time, we are fasting because Fasting is one of the tools that's going to help us bring in the what? Harvest. When I had to be put debt free, you know, and God changed things in my life, you know, and he moved me into growing in him. He really did do everything he promised he was going to do. I received the full promise of God, but it wasn't in the way the world could have done it. I had to, I could not say only my God could have made me debt free. Only my God could have me standing up here doing what I'm doing today. Only my God could have my daughter where she is today. Only my God could do these things for my family. Do you see what I'm saying? We have to start, we have to start sharing who is our God. Who is our God? And he wants to show us what we are to receive, but he's going to expect something from us. He expects us to sow to the earth our tears. How many, how many of you heard that verse? Our tears are all bottled up. Why? He loves those bottles of tears when he sees us because they're the tears you sowed into the earth. Even Jesus died when his blood hit the earth. Everything, the, the, the veil tore. Everything got shifted and turned. Every year we have, we have a turning. 
We have a return. We have a return every year in our lives. Isn't that awesome? Come on, have you, have you ever really thought of it like that? I'm just asking. Some of you, have you? Have you ever really thought about it like that? I've thought about it more this year than I have any other year of my life. I have, it's been seven years for me here. And every year he has returned something back to me. Every year he has returned something back to me, whether one family member. And you know, every year it's tied to a family member. It's tied to a possession. It's tied to my increase in Christ. It's tied to what he knows Lee needs for this year. And you know what? The opposition wants you to, he wants, hey, the word tells us, do not remember the former things or the things of old. You are to remember the new things that Christ brings into your life. During the time of tabernacle, which was a feast that God expects us all to take time to praise him and to remember all the good things he has done to us in the past. Everybody can sit here and make a list how you were redeemed something you did not deserve. And it's not because you were a good kid and did everything right. It was because you were a relationship in God and he knew when to release it into your life. He knew when it was time to release that gift into your life. So isn't that awesome? I want us to get excited about that because Hosea is a story that really tells about how he, even God, sets up. He releases us to the enemy to have much success. So we think we did it. How many of us have thought we did it? <laughs> Come on. We did it. Okay. Now, if anybody's in that thinking right now, you know, there's, there's a delay in the season <laughs> because the we did it part has to die in the death. The we did it part has to be buried. All right. And then the, our weakness becomes so loud to everybody else versus our strength because, you know, that's what God's going to work through. He's going to work with their weakness. When you are seriously in financial debt, he's going to work through that debt to bring you wholeness. Okay? If you have lack of family in Christ, that's a debt. That's a deficiency. He is going to work through those people. The, he works, I'm telling you, this year in my family, the two people that God has brought in the past two years back and redeemed them back to Christ in my family has worked through the person in our family that actually reads the word, but really exercises a lot of just, just the, the memorization of it and how to use it to beat somebody up with it. Do you know what I'm saying? Not the revelation of it. If anybody, every year, part of the death and the burial is when you get the burial is when you get the revelation of the word. When you hold on to that revelation in the burial and then you rest in it, Everybody is seeing your weaknesses, <laughs> but you've got to rest and know that your God in your weakness is going to redeem it whole. He's going to bring back what's broken and he's going to bring you back something of wholeness in the ingathering. So aren't you excited? I'm excited. I'm just excited. Every year should be an exciting year. This year was the year we were called to teach the movement. We were to teach the body of Christ. What's happening? What's happening in this movement? Next year now, everybody who's been through this ministry and who's listened this year to a lot of the teachings, next year is going to be gangbusters. It's going to be like awesome because they're going to get it. Hey, I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's the adversary. All right. Now I've already been given the tools. What do I do when the adversary comes? You just have to, you have to find out, God, what do you, you have to ask God, what are you changing in me? That's what you do in the death and the burial. But then in the temptation, you're being tempted to go back to your old ways. Do you know what I'm saying? I love it, especially in marriages. 
You know, I like it. We do a lot of marriage counseling in, in this place. And I had marriage counseled an awesome couple this weekend. And the thing is, is it's always amazing. I do laugh at this. I'm starting to know the rotation now. I'm starting to get this rotation. Every time there's a man that's not in Christ, but the woman is, right? And the woman just wants that man to be right, right? Then the man gets saved and the woman wants nothing to do with them. They're, they're already tired. <laughs> no, I'm serious. This couple was so cute. She just said, Lee, I'm, I'm tired. Now I'm tired. I'm like, that's good rest. Now let God do what he's going to do with them. You do nothing. You rest. Rest and let God make that man who that man is. Come on, right? Sometimes when we want somebody to be saved, whether it's a grandchild, a child, it could be a a wife wanting a husband to get ahead. You know what I'm saying? Or a, a man to want his wife to get saved. Do you know once they learn the rotations and they recognize that can't even come until I change. Do you know we are all responsible for a change in our soul, for Christ to manifest? So there's no one that's more right than the other. <laughs> I laugh at that. Now, some, we all feel different levels of suffering. But God, if it's in his word and he's going to do it, and you recognize that's going to be what I'm going to receive for this season is my spouse whole and, and seeking you, then what's, what's going to happen? You're going to have to go through the adversary. You're going to have to be tempted not to believe. And then the opposition is going to come at the last minute to make you want to bail the assignment because that's how the enemy wins. And then the devil's in your life. You're actually living a deception. You actually believe a deception thinking, nope, this is the way God wants me to go. But it isn't. God wants to show that when we sow ourselves into the earth and that the mercy we did not receive from the people, God's going to return that mercy back to us. So that we call out and say, that was my God that saved my marriage, not me. That was not God, my God that saved my son or daughter. That was not my God. Because whoever in your life is not redeemed, all right, and you have a heart for their redemption, then guess what? You have a responsibility to change. You do, not that person. The word says we are more responsible not to make them change. We think it means taking the Bible and just be like, be right, be right, be right. It doesn't work. I mean, we're so, when we get zealous for God, that's how we want it to be. It can't happen that way. We got to back away. And only God can do it. The testimonies are in this ministry of God saving marriages, God saving children. Like I said, my, I have a niece and a nephew that have come to Christ. All, I wasn't even looking or praying for them. I was just praying for my family. And one day out of the blue, Rachel and I are sitting in Subway and my niece says, hey, I'm in the state of Georgia. Where do you live? And the moment we told her the address, she goes, I'm four minutes away. And God wanted her in here. Do you know what broke me most about that? Is that I really know God's working in my family. And I have a really strong family (laughs) that's very strong. And every year he has brought one person. And it's not who, I may be thinking my brothers, my sisters, but no, he's actually working with the younger ones. They have come out of the blue and they end up in this room. And they always say, okay, there's something different here. There's something, and they capture something of Christ. And they move on to start their journey. But what's happening in my family? My family's becoming what? Whole. Have you ever just cried? And I, I, I have done this. Have you ever just cried and say, God, where are you working in my family? 
Do you know what I mean? It's so, it would be so easy just to abandon the things of our life. It would be so easy just to abandon family and just say, hey, I'm on my own. I'm living my life. They don't call me. I don't call them. There are times I have cried said, God, where are you in my family since I've been here in the seven years? Where, where are you working in my family? And then he shocks me when it's the time. She was my early harvest. Sarah was when Sarah came in the door two months ago. She was my early harvest. Isn't that awesome? And then I reminded, who is my God? Because he is going to break. If I am sowing my heart into the earth. And when I say sow my heart, I'm sowing. It says, sow her for myself in the earth. That means God's already working in me. And he causes me to break down. When we break down, what are we doing? We are surrendering and we are sowing into him. He says, when I sow her for myself in the earth. That means we're, we're made up of what? Earth. We have to break down like the earth for God to bring the reversal into our life. So where have you broke down this year? If you can tell me where you have really broken down, I'm excited for you. Because that means there is something that's coming. And you know how fast can God move? If you don't think you've broken down about anything this year, start thinking about it. And then ask God, break me. And watch how fast your return will be. <laughs> because you're, we're in the season of the reversal, right? We're in the season of the ingathering. It doesn't make a difference how delayed you are. He's still, what did I say in the beginning? He has your bank sitting in heaven to bring right down to you. But we live in a society, in a world where we want to tell everybody how it's going to be, when it's going to be, how it's I love it when he doesn't tell us anything. I was joking to Rob, and I was like, I love not knowing anything. Because you actually become a more effective part of the body. Because you don't have to know what's happening. You just have to be connected to him, and he'll use you. And I love it. You don't know when you're being used, but something's going to be reverted back. Isn't it beautiful? So fasting is a time during the opposition. Right now, we're in the time of the opposition. Now, here, I'm going to review. What time is it, Todd? Okay, I'm going to review this really quickly. And I know I didn't really teach out of the book. I taught out of the passion that the Lord really showed me and the move of where God is going to be. And really, take the time to read this book because if you read on your own time what was going to be taught, read it as everybody has this book. What are the benefits and rewards God promises to those who fast. I want you to read that. That means your fast is never wasted. When you sow that kind of time into Christ, for Christ, with Christ, and you are allowing your earth to be really brought down, I'm telling you, he says he has promises for those who fast. It also goes on to tell you the spiritual benefits of fasting. Fasting breaks a spirit of delay. That means something that's being held back in your life. Fasting moves mountains that stands in your way. That means, man, the sign that something's happening, the moment you start fasting, everything else seems to become so momentously bad. Do you know what I mean? Something pops up. Something's not right. But that's God showing us, like it says in his little highlight, every time someone wants to do the will of God or advance his kingdom, a mountain will rise up. You are no different than anybody else. The world, the devil wants you to make you think, I want you in comfort. The devil wants to make you think, I'm going to give you an easier ride than another person. The devil wants you to think like that. But God says, how can I show you that I am your God? How can I show you that I am your God if you're not going to let me bring you down to resurrect you up in the resurrection season? That's what I'm saying. Everybody has to be brought down small 
to be raised back up. He didn't change another way. He did it with his son. His son had to be brought down as a thief to be risen up to bring a reversal in the system. Everybody gets this. All right. It also says that number three, fasting breaks demonic oppression. That's what I just went through. That's what everybody should be going through right now. That means everybody should already know what God's working on them. So oppression should come so you can break in your fast. You're going to break that oppression like I did on Monday. I mean, I knew it. People looked at me and knew it. Gene knew it. He's like, what's wrong with Lee today? You know, the oppression came and really I stayed in the fast. I went home that night and did not eat. Uh, I did. I, we were allowed to have dinner too. Our fast is this week. And who's participating in the fast here? Okay, here you go. We started a fast this week. The first week we are to drink water and just dinner. But see, I, God already broke an oppression off of me because I chose not to even eat my what? Dinner. Cause he made me not eat that dinner. You know how that happens? Okay. So then the second week is you can have water all day and then your dinner is fruits and vegetables. So you're taking away any meats. You're taking away any fried foods. You're eating very fresh foods. Then the third week is just water and juice. Oh, I'm sorry. Two weeks of fruits and vegetables. Thank you. We're not in that weekend. <laughs> I came in with the coffee on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just because I teach here doesn't mean I get it all right. <laughs> you should see me slaving over that coffee. Oh, I looked at Todd and Chris like, just release me and let me have it. But they were keeping me what? Accountable. <laughs> they kept me accountable. That one, I did, Todd, I really wanted you to release me and say, Lee, drink your coffee. You know, or I had coffee too this morning. I cheated, right? Okay. I'm just honest, right? I am missing my coffee. I, and I know. I am missing my coffee too. But it really does. It breaks something. Okay, so then we do two weeks, fruits and vegetables for dinner, water. Then the last week is water and juices, and that's it. And then something, you should have received every answer from God. A mountain should have been moved. The oppression should have been broken by then. And then fasting loses the power to overcome temptation. If somebody's still dealing with temptation, boom, it can do that. Do you see how fasting works in all the areas? It says fasting loses the power to go to war. That means when we war with God, it's because we're not strong enough to fight. He becomes the greater one, becomes the, becomes the stronger one, not you. And then also fasting is crucial when ordaining church leaders. Like when if somebody's getting ordained, it's very good for them to be fasting because you got to want to, you have to know what God has for you in the season and you have to know what to do in the season. I am telling you, we're in a time where God wants to give you instruction on what to do. And when you do it, you'll go, oh my God, only God could have done that. But he still needed you to do the instruction. Does that make sense? See, we, things just don't land out of the land out of the sky. Rachel got an early, Rachel got a, a very beautiful vehicle. This and all paid off. I mean, the girl got a $52,000 car for free, my daughter. And the thing Rachel and I was working on this year, and this is awesome. She was working on breaking envy and jealousy. And I wrote a poem, a prayer with her because she told me, mom, I know it. I'm envy and I'm jealous. And she feels like she's doing everything right and everybody else doing everything wrong. Right? <laughs> so it's kind of cute. But when she read this prayer, she now she didn't do it perfect, 
She didn't read this prayer perfect every day, but she stuck to it. And she started having more attacks, more anger, but she started breaking through it. And then it was awesome. The one thing God was going to move out of her life, though, this year, and I like it because the seventh month in the Hebrew calendar usually symbolizes, a, it can symbolize something being taken away like a death. Um, and, um, you know, her dog died. But before the dog died, who she had been with for 16 years, her and that dog, that's the, that's the person she came home and greeted every day. And in the illness, is that's the dog. She took care of that dog better than anybody, than anybody would take care of an elderly person or anything else like that. But right before the dog died, God blessed her because she was working on what? Envy and jealousy. And Rachel really, I love it. She's so, don't you love young people? They just tell you how it is. They tell you exactly how it is. But it was awesome right before the one thing God was going to take from her that was really going to, he blessed her with a $52,000 car. I mean, come on. I just, and it's not about the car. Rachel even said the car, having the car, she knew that had to come from God. And only God could have brought that into her life. And she knew, she even said to me, I didn't do the prayer every day. But it's because she took a step to be changed in her mind. And God does bless us when our soul, our land gets reverted back. We're in the, we were in the year of Jubilee. Who was our Jubilee? Jesus. Jesus was our Jubilee because he reversed the curse no matter what. If any of us are willing to move in the movement, guess what's going to happen? Something's going to get reversed in your life. No matter what, I can guarantee you 100%, if you are in Christ and you abide in this flow, God is going to take things from you, give things to you, redeem things to you, draw things to you. But he's going to ask you, are you, are you, what do you want? Do you ever hear God say, what do you want? And sometimes you don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? Or God will say, do you really want this house? Or do you really want this job? Or what do you want for your birthday? Do you ever hear God? Does God talk to you? Because if God does, he should be asking you questions. And when he asks and you say, you give him the answer, boom, you are on for a move. Do you know what I mean? Like when God, he asks from our heart and when he grasps that heart and we sow into him and not the circumstance, he's got to reverse the curse if you stick it out. He's got to do it. And it's not because, and you can't worry if somebody says she doesn't deserve it, she deserves it, they don't deserve it. It has nothing to do with it because we live in the dispensation of grace. And we live where mercy, we don't feel mercy in the change. We don't feel mercy from the people. We don't feel the mercy all the time. But when he reverses it, we receive his mercy and his grace. And it just overfloods us and we just lose it. How many people have just lost it, right? You just lose it because that kind of love is incomparable and we do not deserve it. We do not deserve it. So I hope that everybody leaves tonight. They can read this about fasting and know you are doing a good thing right now to break anything that's going on so you can receive and hear the instruction he has for you to do in your life. Remember, there's no receiving. Remember, faith cannot move without what? There's got to be some works. But the works are going to be the works Christ tells you. So if Christ puts it in your heart to fast, start fasting. If you're not a part of the fast and you feel like maybe I should do this, you do it because God wants to break something so you can hear his instruction, so you can receive your harvest for this season. And nobody 
is too late. Everything can be put on time just that fast. I praise God. Did you guys like that lesson? Read Hosea chapter 2. It's really deep. Do you know what I mean? God loves us so much. He doesn't want anybody to miss the cycle. That's how I feel. I feel so excited. He doesn't want the people to miss it. He doesn't want people to miss it. But guess what? It's got to be done out of relationship. It can't be done because we tell another person what has to be done. That's in the beginning. But we're in the time now where it's got to be you and God. And he's going to do it. And you're going to receive it. And how do you know you received it? It's just like, I mean, all I can tell you is every time I receive it, it's like a flood that overtakes me. And I'm just, blah, because I don't deserve the love. But yet, because Christ died, I do. I, re I, 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 re I receive it through him. All right, so let's just raise our hands. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we receive your love. Lord, we receive what you have done into the earth. Lord, we receive the relationship that you redeemed us back to God. Lord, we thank you for the special person of the Holy Spirit that you gave to dwell into us so that he could prepare a home for us to become one with you and the Father. Lord, our ears are open to hear in this fasting time to break the oppression and break the mountains and break all the things that are holding us back from hearing and knowing what you've instructed us to do. Lord, if we have not been broken this year, I ask that those who leave here tonight seek, where do I need to be broken? Break me so I can still receive my, the ingathering of this season. So Lord, I thank you. And you know what? Lord, I thank you because your mercy endures forever. And Lord, that you gave us your son so we could receive your grace daily. And we could accept it into our heart and know that you are our God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.